Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 17th of July and as always with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors from Friday night session in the US and overseas. And of course it is Monday. So we have the Dow Jones up 114 points on Friday, up 0.33 of a percent, 34,509. It had a high of 197 up and a low of 30 points up, with the Nasdaq down 25.18% down, 14,114. And the S&P 500 just hovering above the 4,500 level, down 5.1 of a percent down in the middle for diddle as always with the VIX volatility index falling 2% to 13.34. The SPY futures showing we're pretty much in store for a very lacklustre session today, bit of consolidation in order after the big rise on last week. We got the ASX futures down two points or 0.03%. Friday of course we had a 56 point gain on the ASX 200 up 0.8 of a percent with the index closing at 73.03. Resources doing very well, up 1.4%, and banks not quite so well, up 0.7 of a percent. Looking at European markets on Friday as well, they were slightly mixed, but very, very, not much to be honest. We had stock 600 down 1.1 of a percent, FTSE down 6 points, 0.08 of a percent, Germany down 0.2, France managing a small gain, and Spain down half a percent. Looking at the US stocks in overseas trade, Nvidia was down 1.1 percent, AMD unchanged, Netflix down 1.9, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 1.4, Tesla up. 1.3, Amazon up 0.3, coming on the back of those prime days last week. Alphabet up 0.7, Microsoft up 0.8, Apple up 0.1 of a percent. And the US banks a little bit easier on the back of some of those results that we saw last week. JP Morgan up 0.6, Bank of America down 1.9, Wells Fargo down 0.3, Goldman's down 0.8, and Morgan Stanley down 0.5 of a percent there. So a little bit of weakness in the US on Friday. Uh, We did get those banking results, including JP Morgan, Wells Fargo and Citi, all reporting increased profits due to higher interest rates, signaling that resilient economy. But they did warn of risks ahead, as they always do. Declining consumer spending and mounting losses in credit cards and office commercial real estate, certainly one of the uh, sectors that they are focusing on. For the week, the Dow was up 2.3%, the S&P 500 was up 2.4%, and the Nasdaq once again screaming ahead, up 3.3%, but no laggard. The ASX 200 was up 261 points last week, 
3.7% for the week, so a pretty good week all round. Looking at commodities overseas, on Friday we had Brent crude down 2%, 2.1%, $1.68, back under 80 bucks, 79.87, WTI down $1.42 or 1.85%, and gold down 0.3 of a percent, $5.30, 19.55. LME Metals not doing an awful lot to be honest. We had copper down 0.12%, nickel up 1.8, aluminium down 0.2, zinc down 1.6, lead up 0.1, and ton down 0.7. Iron ore looking a little bit better as well, 1.29% better on Friday, and Dalian iron ore futures up 1.2% as well. Looking at our miners overseas, BHP down 0.4% in ADR terms, Rio down 0.7%, we had Glencore down 0.6%, Freeport McBrown down 2.4%, Anglo down 0.7%, Sigma Lithium down 2.1% as well, Livent down 0.2% of a percent there. So a little bit of uh, negativity, I guess, in some of those resource stocks, but we did have a pretty good run last week. In terms of local news today, not an awful lot so far. It will be a pretty quiet day, I suspect. We have Vulcan Steel uh, downgraded FY23 earnings. Uh, According to the latest update, companies revised forecast earnings before interest and tax is now 205 million uh, to 209 million New Zealand dollars. That's down from 215 to 230. Uh, there's speculation around that if lithium powers a Chilean mining license will fall victim to Chile's nationalisation policies. So LPI, the stock code there, and speculation that Chile's nationalisation policies could affect them. So um, they're certainly looking to nationalise certain lithium deposits, and a policy paper points specifically to licences created before 1979, which LPI's licences apparently were. In broken news today, Endeavour Group downgraded to hold from a buy at Jefferies. Target cut to $6.50 from 8 bucks. Uh, that's only a 4% downside, so... Pretty much all that move has already been had. Dicadala initiated neutral at UBS. Target price now $8.40 with 1% upside. Talga Group notes environmental permit for its Swedish commercial battery anode plant is in force following the Land and Environment Court confirmation that no appeals were submitted. Dreadnought Resources out this morning reporting a first pass with their drilling as defined high-grade zones of rare earths at their uh, drill sites C3 and C5. So some better news there for Dreadnought. IGO, the big one out this morning, I guess, one of the biggest companies with some news this morning, is now guiding to 880 to 980 non-cash pre-tax impairment of Forestania and Cosmos assets in FY23. The impairment relates to reassessment of the accounting value at Cosmos and Forestania. Guidance provided on the 31st of October with respect to Cosmos has been withdrawn. So not particularly good news there. But good news for Neuron, one of our favourite ones and one that some of our members have been following. Wilson's, the broker, has raised its price target to $22.32. And uh, they announced a new deal with its U.S. distribution partner, Arcadia, to market the drug outside the U.S. on Friday. Wilson's now think Neuron can post a net profit of $134.1 million in the financial year 2023 on a profit margin of 62%. 
So some pretty good news there for Neurin Pharmaceutical. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Sorry that the sound quality is not great. Currently recording this from a site in Victoria. So a bit on the move today. But anyway, as always, may the trading gods be with you. Have a great day and we'll be back again this afternoon.